Hello, brothers and sisters. Glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about the art of Melchizedek. Father, Lord, let the anointing of wisdom and revelation rest upon every soul that is hearing my words, that it may freedom of sin and condemnation, that they may be free of mental strife and mental wars, Lord. I, I decree freedom. I bind every spirit of condemnation. I bind every spirit of witchcraft control and intimidation, all forms of witchcraft, all form of religiosity, every pharisaical spirit, every demonic power that's, that's hurting them, that's making them think that they're unworthy. Lord, I bind it in the name of Jesus and I decree freedom. And I say that you are worthy, you are blessed, and you're in the bosom of the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. I proclaim you blessed and highly favored in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, brothers and sisters, let's go to Genesis, the 14th chapter. And let's start at verse 17. It says, And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chattelamar and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shavat, which is the king's dale. Now, I think that's interesting that it's the king of Sodom because that's where um, y'all heard of Sodom and Gomorrah where God rained down fire and brimstone where Abraham's nephew Lot was staying there and some people came and kidnapped his, him and his wives and all that kind of stuff. And Abraham was like, oh, no, you're not about to kidnap my uh, nephew. And he went to war with those people. And after he, after he uh, won the war, and got all the money. The Bible say right here, verse 18, Genesis 14 and 18, and, uh, and Melchizedek, king of Jerusalem, or king of Salaam, brought forth bread and wine. Now, what is bread and wine? What did Jesus give the disciples at the Last Supper? He gave them communion. He gave them bread and wine. The bread represented the body of Christ. So Melchizedek, king of New Jerusalem, I'm going to go on here and say Jerusalem, but it says king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. Now, now God always hides stuff and makes stuff a mystery. It calls Melchizedek the, the priest of the Most High God. Now, remember that. So it, it infers in Scripture that they're two different people, right? Right? But I want to show you, God does that kind of stuff on purpose because he wants you to, to seek him out. He wants you to have a craving to learn. He wants you to have a craving to understand. So it's presented like it's a whole nother person. It called him the priest of the most high God. Jesus always spoke in parables also. Why? Because God wants you to be interested in, in things pertaining to understanding and wisdom. And when you get interested in these things, it frees your mind of condemnation. It frees your heart of sin. It frees your soul of darkness when you get interested in the things of God. So Melchizedek, king of Salem, king of Salaam, he brought forth bread and wine, communion. Jesus said, hey, eat this. He did, he did this before he even died. He said, eat this. This is my body. See, the body is where your healing come from. By his stripes, what the stripes were on his body. By his stripes, you were healed. So when he given them that bread, he, he was speaking life to Abraham. Abraham lived to be 175. 
How many know Abraham's blessings are ours? You know, we can at least get 120, can't we? In Genesis 6, it say our days are 120, but Abraham got 175. Why? Because he, he got communion from God, uh, from, from the priest of the Most High God, Melchizedek. So he, he, he took the bread, ate it, and he drunk the wine. The wine represented the blood of the sacrifice. What is blood for? Blood is for the remission of sins. So Abraham's sins was purged, not because he was holy. This and that is because he partake of the blood. And the Bible says Abraham believed God and that was counted to him for righteousness. If you believe God, if you believe that Jesus has paid for your sins, therefore you don't have any. He said, well, brother King, I might see him tomorrow. Or I see him today. Well, did Jesus pay for him or not? I'm confused. I'm not confused. But either Jesus paid for him or he didn't pay for him. This is how this thing worked. It don't work any other way. It's not based off your holiness. See, if you didn't sin and you was righteous because you didn't sin, then salvation would be by works. But if you sin and somebody paid for your sin, then salvation is by grace. Now, some might say, well, Brother King, is that easy? I got this woman I've been liking for years and I'm married. I'm no, that, ain't, that don't mean that neither. Don't go do that. Don't go do that. See, when you get the heart of the father, when you get born again, you don't want to disappoint him. But if you do disappoint him, see, you got to advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. If you overcome in a fault, it's not even called sin anymore. If you overcome in a fault, he that is spiritual restores such a one in the spirit of meekness. That's how it works. So it, he gave him Melchizedek, king of, of Salam, brought for bread and wine, and he was the priest of the most high God. And he blessed him and said, <clears throat> blessed be Abram of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. See, he spoke a blessing on him. See, Jesus spoke blessings on you that Paul wrote about. Jesus, he, he said that you're the head and not the tail, above only not beneath. That's what he told Israel. But it's much more blessed in the New Testament that you are ambassadors of Christ. He made him to be sin who knew no sin, that you might be made the righteousness of God in him. You have been made the righteousness of God. Do you believe it? If you believe it, it is accounted to you for righteousness. That's how Abraham got it. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So, and he blessed him and said, blessed be Abram of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. And he, and blessed be the most high God, which have delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Why? Because Abraham knew that it was God that delivered his enemies. So he's like, it, it wouldn't even been my money without God. So what I care about giving him 10% because he the one gave me all of this. So I, it don't it don't bother my spirit. I don't try to work around it. I, God got, God only getting a tent. I ain't got to give it to him, but I want to give it to him because he look at what he didn't gave me. I hope y'all catch that. So don't don't let don't let an ordinance of time. You don't have to give it. But but Abraham gave it because he knew. Listen, he knew that God was the author. See of his prosperity. He knew that God was the reason that he defeated his enemies. 
He knew that God was the reason that he was made rich. One place, he, if you keep reading that chapter, he wouldn't even accept money from them people because he said, y'all going to say y'all made me rich. Now let's go back to Hebrews 7 at verse 1. It said, for this Melchizedek, king of Salam, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, being first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salam, which is king of peace. How many know Jesus is the prince of peace? Jesus is a priest forever after all the Melchizedek. Melchizedek was king of, of peace. Jesus is prince of peace. Listen closely. Verse 3, this is the most important verse. Now, Jesus is after the order of Melchizedek. Remember that. It says, without father, listen, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. Are you catching this? So Melchizedek was God. Only God is without father and mother. Only God is without descent. Only God uh, is without beginning of days, nor the end of life. See? But the Son of God is the same way. In the beginning was the Son of God. See? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's in John, the first chapter. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among men. So God was appeared twice. In the Old Testament, he appeared as Melchizedek. In the New Testament, he appears as Jesus. King, then prince. See? Now, this prince has died for us and offered up the sacrifice for sins. He that believeth on him have eternal life. Be blessed.